Welcome to Fantasy Facials by Lily. Lily is a New York State licensed esthetician with over 30 years of experience in the beauty industry, specializing in organic facials, body treatments, and back facials using real products straight from nature. This podcast is here to educate you about your skin issues. Your skin is her passion. Listen for tips about skincare and your overall health and well-being. And now, here's Lily. Oh, wow. Great job. Great job. That's right. This is Lily, and I'm here tonight on this Friday night. And I'm here to tell you that that's my new announcer. Isn't he great? His name is Danny. Danny Hauger. And uh, you can reach him at Gmail. Danny Hauger at Gmail. That's D-A-N-N-Y. H-A-U-G-E-R. And uh, he also graced me with some of his lovely um, composition there of a, of a new song that's not even really out yet. So you guys are hearing it first right here on the uh, Your Skin, My Passion show. So, um, yeah, that's Danny Hauger. Got him off of Fiverr. Great, great website. You get a lot of great stuff on Fiverr. F-I-V-E-R. You got to try it out. Check it out. Um, if you have a podcast on here or somewhere else, go over to Fiverr and uh, let Danny help you out. Great job, Danny. Thank you so much. Guy was great. Work, worked with me. Really, really great guy. Um, all right, so now, now on to uh, the business of the evening. The business of this evening is going to be a little bit of fun because, hey, it's Friday, first of all. Second of all, I promised you a little bit of fun. I promised you some um, some at-home spa-like things that you maybe can do for yourself to uh, give yourself a little spa at home experience. If maybe right now the funds are a little low or you just don't have enough time, whatever it is, if you can grab an hour of time for yourself somewhere. And again, like I say, every podcast, I'm not buying it. I'm just not buying the, I never have time for myself. I don't get to do anything for myself. No, 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 no. Lies, lies. There are times when you're just sitting around doing nothing or whatever, doing something that's not going to be as good as the things I'm about to tell you. So, anyway, uh, so just for an example, a quick little tip. Um, if you have dark circles under your eyes, this could be from genetic, you know, something in the genes, or it could be you being too rough underneath your eyes. And like I tell you all the time, skin under your eyes is totally different much, much thinner, much, much more sensitive. So be very gentle with the eyes. You need to use your ring finger. That's called your beauty finger. And that goes for guys too. Even though it's called a beauty finger, I wish they'd stop calling these things, you know, pretty things because I know girls love makeup and skincare and all this stuff. Okay. We don't want guys wearing makeup unless, you know, whatever that you're into that. But I'm just saying skincare Definite. Every man should be using skincare. Period. Done. Um, okay. So now, uh, so for the darkness under the eyes, um, if you're having that issue, there are a couple things that you can try. Number one is that you can take some pillows. Now, I've heard other people tell people, take the pillows and put two or three pillows under your neck and then blah, 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 say. Uh, not going to happen because you're going to roll over, you're going to move around, you're going to go off the pillows. That makes no sense. 
So what you want to do is you want to lift up your actual mattress, like they do for many babies, because they don't want to put the pillow in the crib with the baby. Uh, you lift up the mattress itself, and you put a couple pillows under that, and you let the mattress be elevated, so that if you move, the, you're still elevated. Okay. Now don't leave it like that for a long extended period of time because your mattress will take that form if you do. So don't say I didn't tell you because I did. But about a week or so to help get those sinuses draining because that could be another issue. Try that. Try taking maybe for about a week a decongestant before you go to bed. Um, always good idea. Tea bags. Old-fashioned remedy, but still works. Tannic acid in the tea draws all the impurities out and helps get the circulation going in that area. You could use chamomile tea if you like. A little more, quote-unquote, relaxing. I don't know about that around the eyes. I don't think it's relaxing me. But if you think it's it kind of does. It is definitely more gentle on the skin, so I guess you should use it. You know, it's definitely more sensitive on the skin. So, But you could use regular tea bags decaf whatever caffeine's better because the caffeine is bringing um, circulation as well so make yourself a cup of tea then take the tea bags out two tea bags uh, you can either do them warm obviously don't put hot burning tea bags on your eyes if I need to tell you that we have a problem make sure they're very warm they're not hot at all put them on your eyes lay back for 10 or 15 minutes I know it's difficult to do that do that if you want the result. So you lay for 10-15 minutes and you give it a chance to work. Do that for about a week. Should make some kind of a difference. Also, but again, depending on what the what the underlying cause really is, we really don't know. So unless you go see specialists and whatnot, and that's just not going to happen. So, um, so another thing uh, that you can try is cucumbers. Again, another old-fashioned remedy. Does work though. So get some nice cold cucumbers. You can also use the tea bags cold if you rather. You have the puffiness under the eyes. Tea bags, cucumbers, fantastic. Another thing for darkness under the eyes, believe it or not, thin slice of potato. Clean the potato well, very, very well. Okay, not with detergents or anything, but just clean it really, really good. Then peel it, then clean it again, and then slice it real thin, and then put couple of those babies on your eyes and uh, that will help draw also the darkness out from under the eyes okay so it's just a few little tips that you can do for darkness under the eyes now I used to be a manicurist so quick manicuring tip nail polish does not dry it does not dry it cures it's enamel so what you can do uh, if you don't know this already you can get a bowl of ice water after you polish your nails, wait about 10-15 minutes. Of course, again, I'm going to say, don't leave your fingers in there. You'll get frostbite. If it hurts, if it's uncomfortable, anything like that, stop doing it. But you take your fingers and you dunk them into the ice water. And you take them out and you wait a minute, you dunk them again. You wait a minute, you dunk them again. And then after a few times, you stop and you continue with your, you know, put your oil on or whatever you're going to do. Um, that will definitely help the nail polish to cure quicker. Okay, it sounds crazy, I know, water, but it does. It helps it, the ice water helps the nail polish to cure faster. 
Another tip about nails that a lot of people don't think about is they polish their nails. And I know they do this in the salon too, so, you know, but when someone's doing it to you, they're doing a much more thorough job. They're getting the tips, they're getting the edges good, everything's getting done right. It's professional products. It's a little bit of a difference, but a little tip that might help with the chipping is to let your nails dry, dry, here I go saying, pure between coats. I know it's difficult, but if you know you're going to do your nails or you know you're going to go somewhere, let's say tomorrow, put your top, uh, I'm sorry, put your base coat on tonight, let it dry really well, then maybe before you go to bed, put one coat of nail polish, let it dry really well, 15, 20 minutes, then go to bed, then get up in the morning, you know, you probably got to go to work or something, you can't do it then, afternoon, put another coat on the color, later on the day, another coat of the, of the clear on the top, the top coat, and your nail polish is going to last a lot longer. Another tip, if you get gel nail polish, um, you know, manicures, very, very damaging to the nails, very damaging, the, and, and also soaking your hands in acetone is not a good idea. Okay, it's not. First of all, it's not regular nail polish remover. It's acetone. It's pure acetone. It's very volatile. It's very dangerous. You got to be careful with that stuff. So, you know, dunking your fingers in it, playing around with it, doing it at home. It's not a good idea. You need to go to the salon, get it taken care of. All right, that's number one. Number two, if you insist on doing these gel manicures, fine. Get a clear or a very light pale pink or white or something like that, pale color in the gel manicure when you get the manicure done. And just to let you know, okay, because I'm sure a lot of you don't know this, a lot of manicurists I don't think know this, um, you, you know, get your nails done, the gel and all that. Let's say three days later, you're like, oh, I'm sick of this color, but I just spent all this money on this gel manicure, and plus I don't want to have to take it off, Okay. Go and get any nail polish, any, any, did, he, did you hear me? Any, other than a gel nail polish, I wouldn't do a gel, but any regular nail polish, any color that will cover that color, obviously. Do your thing, polish your nails, wear it for a few days, take it off with non-acetone polish remover, and it's going to go exactly back to how it was, the shine, the everything, just like it was before you took it off. Okay, because a gel manicure is not nail polish. Again, it's like something totally different. It's literally, you know, it's not acrylic at all. But I'm saying like when you get acrylic on your nails and it hardens in that way that you could take your nail polish off and you still see the shine on the acrylic. Same thing with the gel. Same thing. Plus, the good thing about a gel manicure, if you don't constantly get one, and if you don't constantly have it taken off with acetone that's drying your skin like crazy, making your, hand, your skin be ugh, scaly and dry, and also you're absorbing that through your, through your cuticles and your skin every time you do it. It's not a good thing to be putting into your blood system. I'm sorry. So if you must get your gel manicures, fine. Do like I said, or, you know, uh, don't get it that often and certainly do not remove it at home because it's just a mess and, and you, you're going to be sorry if you try to do it at home. Pay the $30 or whatever they want and just get them off if you need to get them off. I don't recommend them. I don't like it myself. I was a manicurist. I saw a lot of people's nails really get messed up with acrylic and uh, things like gel. The, your, ass, your nail's not breathing, so it's going to turn to paper. It's that simple. 
when the nail the nail doesn't harden until it hits the air that's when your nail hardens okay so it's almost like like a little bit into your finger already so and when it's in there it's like soft almost like a cartilage and then as it comes out it dies but it still has like pores in it so it's like breathing it's getting air and it hardens it so um yeah so that's just another little nail tip um you can take olive oil and rub it into your nails if you want them to grow better try that and it's very good for your cuticles as well and your hands I mean I know it sounds greasy but you don't take a ton of it you take some of it and you rub it in really well and then you put your cream over it it makes a good base okay so that's all that that's good um, alright now speaking of oil um, oh I'm sorry let me just say this because this is a really good tip you can take Vaseline and you put it around your, uh, your nail polish neck the neck of the bottle and uh, just like a light coating of Vaseline and then when you close it it will never get stuck okay so try that that's a great tip alright so now uh, I want to talk about jojoba oil first of all if you have a nut allergy you have to test the jojoba oil on the inside of your arm and this goes for any anything that you're going to put on your skin before you put it on should be put on the inside of your arm men women children whomever inside of the arm 24 to 48 hours no reaction you're good to go more than likely okay so but this goes for everything that I tell you you never put something straight onto your face ever you try it there first I know you're dying to try it when you get it home or, but you know what it's not worth it because if you put it on your face and your face starts breaking out like crazy you're gonna be sorry so just do what I tell you and try it on the inside of your arm first so let's say you're good and you're not allergic to nut and everything's good all right even if you are allergic to nuts, you may not be allergic to jojoba. I don't know. That's up to you and your doctor. you got to find out about that. But that's something I'm telling you. You have to be careful with it. And that's why I tell you, you have to know what you're doing with all these things. I see all these blogs. I see all these things. Of course, there are some from, from, from professionals. That's great. I'm all for that. I'm one of them. And I, I'm for that. I'm not for these girls and people getting up and just saying, oh, do this and do that. Put this and put that. Meanwhile, you know, no. No. Sometimes it's no. Sometimes it's fine and they're right. Sometimes it's no. And people are getting hurt by it. So I don't agree with it. I don't know. Maybe I'm old school like that. But whatever. I listen to professionals. That's who I listen to. So anyway, let's get back to business. So jojoba oil. Okay. Excellent. Excellent. Lots of vitamin E. Lots of vitamin B. Some zinc and copper in it. Um, it's not, uh, it's not greasy at all. It's very small molecularly, so it goes really deep into the skin quickly. Um, it's great for dry skin. It restores the dry skin. Even if you have acne, you can use it. All right, It's actually great for acne because it's non-comedogenic, and yet it's very hydrating, and it absorbs very quickly, and it's also antibacterial. So jojoba oil, fantastic. There's really not much that you can't do with it. Makeup remover, yes. I, I uh, makeup remover, yes. Coconut oil, no. Jojoba oil, grapeseed oil, yes, for the makeup remover. Uh, removing the makeup on your face, any of them, fine. Okay? But especially good for acne is the jojoba. It's very, very good for acne. It's very hydrating. It's also anti-inflammatory, so it's good for eczema and psoriasis as well. So if you have eczema or psoriasis, you can put some jojoba oil on first. 
rub that in gently don't rub too much because these are very irritating type of conditions and you don't want to irritate them you might have to pat whatever feels comfortable to you do that but get the jojoba oil on there and then put whatever you know your doctor I don't know if he recommends something always ask your doctor always ask your doctor anything I tell you because I'm not a doctor okay I'm stating that right here I'm not a doctor you know, I don't know everything about everybody and what's going to happen. With, so just talk to your doctors. You know, be smart about stuff. And let's do it that way. All right? Okay. So now let's continue. Uh, it's also good for scarring. Jojoba oil. Excellent for scarring. Um, like I said, it's anti-inflammatory. So it's also good for anti-aging. Because a lot of aging comes from too much inflammation as well. Things like um, rosacea. Very good for that. Um, you know, all these things it helps. It's uh, it's it's really like it's not even an oil per se. It's like a liquid. It's a polyunsaturated liquid wax. Okay, and it has esters and fatty acids in it, and that's exactly what's in our own sebum. And so it kind of tricks the skin into believing that it's got enough sebum and stops it from making too much oil. And that's why it's good for acne skin and blackheads and stuff like that. So that's pretty darn cool, if you ask me. All right? I don't think you asked me, but I just think it's cool. All right, so now I want to get on to coconut oil. Coconut oil, also fantastic, but as I keep telling you, not for around the eye area. I don't care what you hear out there. I'm an esthetician. I'm telling you, it's comedogenic. Uh, when you're really, really young, like 20, 16, 15, okay, maybe not. But women my age and a little bit younger, 30, let's say, and over, if you're using that stuff to, to take off the makeup, the eye makeup, you're going to get melia around your eyes. And they can be taken care of. I mean, we can help. We can lance them and try and get them to go away and all this other stuff. But just, let's just avoid them. <laughs> you know? I don't mind. Like, put me out of business. Uh, whatever. Just let's avoid them. We don't need the melia around our eye. So let's use jojoba oil or grapeseed oil instead. It's just a better, it's just a better choice. All right. So um, next thing I want to talk about is aloe vera. Aloe vera, uh, coconut oil, by the way, is good for everything. It's good for acne skin, your skin. It's also hydrating. It's also antibacterial. Um, it's great for your hair. You can put it on your hair and leave it in for a little while. Not a ton, but a nice amount. You let it stay. You put a nice hot towel around your head, a, a cap if you have it. Let it stay a couple hours, give your hair a good couple of shampoos, conditioner, and your hair will grow better because it's going into the shaft a little bit. And it's actually conditioning the hair deep into the scalp area. It's also good for dandruff, okay, because it's antibacterial, antifungal. So it's great for that too. Um, let's talk about aloe vera, okay? Aloe vera you can use to shave with. I'm talking about the aloe vera that you get from the plant, people. I'm not talking about the aloe vera that you get from the bottle in the store, the green stuff, or the, you know, that, that's, not, that's not aloe vera gel on its own. It's aloe vera gel with other stuff. You know, it's just, it's processed. You don't need it. You can buy an aloe vera plant, an aloe vera leaf. They have big, giant aloe vera leaves you could buy right in the grocery store in the produce section usually. Um, if they don't have it there, you go to a florist. There's so many places you can buy an aloe vera plant. They sell them at CVS. I'm sure Walgreens has them too, Rite Aid. Everybody's selling them now because they're a big deal. You get a sunburn, 
You go over to that aloe vera plant. You break off one of the one of the leaf things. You bring it over to your sink. Just give it a little wash, and you open it up. You pull that jelly out. Sometimes it don't smell the greatest, but whatever. It's fantastic, and it's got everything in it that your skin needs to help heal it, and it's beautiful. You put it right on your skin. If you have a sunburn, if you have um, a burn from something, if you have a cut, if you have a scrape, if you have a you know, of course, not deep, deep wounds, but if you have a bad cut, you have a scrape, you have all these things, it will help the skin to heal. It's also antibacterial, very, very hydrating, very in, uh, helps with um, inflammation. Uh, you can add it to things, you can add it to your acne medications, you can add it to your moisturizers, you can add it to your conditioner. It's, it's amazing. It's, it's amazing. I'm going you know, to say it's freaking amazing. Because it is. All right? So I love aloe vera. Um, okay, and uh, what else can you do with it? I wrote myself some notes here. So, oh, yeah, you can take some of that aloe vera. And especially if you have like one of these pot lipsticks, you know, that you could use with the brush. Put a little bit of aloe vera in there and just mix it in and use that. And your lips will just be beautiful. You could take some aloe vera and some sugar. And gently, gently exfoliate your lips with that. Coconut oil as well, jojoba oil as well, grapeseed oil as well, a million other oils. But that will make your lips beautiful. Now, speaking of the lips, while we're on that, put your oil on, you do your scrub, you take it off, rinse it with some nice cool water, um, then take like some Vaseline, put it on your lips if they're very dry. Then, listen to me carefully. Please, I don't want anyone suffocating out there or swallowing plastic. <laughs> Take a large piece of saran wrap and put it over your lip and cheek and chin area. So you make sure you cover the whole thing because you don't want to suck in a little piece of saran wrap by accident. That's why you're doing the whole thing, okay? So you do the whole thing and you make sure that you make a hole and do the hole before you put it on your face. Because if you do it after and you breathe in, you can breathe in a little piece of saran wrap. So do not do, put it on your face and then do it. Just take a nice sheet of it, make a hole in it, put it against your lips, and then make sure it covers your lips so that you can still breathe. Okay? And just do that. Or even, you know what, even easier, forget all that. Even easier, take a piece of cotton, like one of those cotton discs that you can buy at the Walgreens and stuff, take one of those cotton discs or a piece of cotton or even a couple cotton balls, wet them in some warm water, wring them out, not too much, not completely, but a little bit. Put your Vaseline on your lips after you scrubbed it with um, the aloe vera and the sugar, and then you take that cotton and you put it over your lips, okay? And you sit for a few minutes with that, and that'll plump your lips out. Another thing, very, very gently though. I can't stress it enough, very gently, when you're brushing your teeth, uh, rinse off your toothbrush good, some hot water, take a little bit of some of the toothpaste, put it back on it, a little bit, and gently exfoliate your lips with the toothpaste. If you're going out that evening, it's going to work like a plumping effect. It's going to plump those lips out. The menthol in the, in the uh, toothpaste plumps the lips out as well. So that's another little tip. Okay? <clears throat> All right, so now um, back to aloe vera. It's got vitamin C in it, vitamin A, vitamin E. It's got enzymes. It's anti-inflammatory. It helps with acne, 
acneic skin and acne scarring and all that other stuff. It brings hydration and uh, it's really, really great for your skin. All right. Another thing I do is after I take my shower and I've exfoliated my skin, by the way, if you use one of those spongy things or a loofah or any other thing in the shower, washcloths, whatever, and you're using it over and over and over again, and you're not uh, changing it, like a washcloth, you need to change every time. The scrunchy things, once they pretty much dry out, they pretty much become, you know, clean again, uh, antibacterialized. But, um, you know, you still got to be careful with those things. Three months, two, three months, throw them out. They're cheap enough. Go buy another one, right? Because you could be putting all this bacteria back on your skin and it just makes no sense. So just throw it out and go get another one. Gentlemen, you should be buying those too. They're great for ingrown hairs. They have them in black for guys. Um, I've seen them. You know, they have them at CVS and all that. So go there and get them. Um, as far as those go too, it makes me think of uh, body wash. If you're using like a Dove or something like that, or any of these body washers that have like a cream base, which Dove is very good by the way. I have nothing against Dove. But if you're using that, um, you need to really... Put a clump of that into the scrunchie or a washcloth or something and emulsify it before you start washing with it because if you're letting those clumps of that moisturizer go down in your drain, it's going to clog your pipes, you know? One time I was in CVS and this lady, a customer of mine, I'm talking to her about this and I'm telling her that and I said, you have to be careful. She, she, um, she was from another country, so she understood English very well, though, but I don't think she just understood what I was saying. It was hilarious. We both cracked up after. But I said to her, you know, you have to be careful with that stuff because it clogs up your pipes. And when I said that, she literally looked down at herself. <laughs> so I was like, no, no, not those pipes. You know, your, your pipes in your house. And we were cracking up. So that was a really funny story. I love that story. But um, anyway, yeah, they will, that will clog up your pipes eventually. And all these oils and stuff, too, that I'm telling you to use, don't use them in the shower because they're going to clog your pipes. You know, you use this stuff enough, it's going to definitely have an effect on your pipes. So do all this stuff outside the shower. Um, but do it as soon as you come out of the shower. Put that jojoba oil on. Blend it into your skin. Pat your skin dry gently. Stop being rough on your skin. You know, it's going to show, especially the older women. It's gonna you, your blood vessels, your your, varic your veins are gonna break, and and then you're gonna get redness and all this weird stuff. So just don't do it. Just be real nice to your skin. It loves you. It takes care of you. All right. Um, okay. So now I want to get on to. Um, all right. Wait. I want to give you one more really good tip. So you do your exfoliation and everything in the shower, and you come out of the shower, and then you have like half an hour to yourself, whatever it is. You take your favorite moisturizer, you can take some jojoba oil, some coconut oil, put that on first if you want, and then something else, or just that, whatever you like. Favorite moisturizer on the legs, them all on your legs, take that uh, that saran wrap, that, that plastic wrap, and not tight, not tight, but wrap it around your legs, and get that occlusive effect going, okay? And then put a towel on your bed, and then put your legs on the towel, and then cover your legs up with your blankie and then get yourself some magazines and have a cup of coffee and a tea or whatever you like to drink and just enjoy it for like as long as you possibly can. You know, if it's half an hour, great. If it's more, great. And then when you're done, you take it off and you just rub the excess into your skin and I'm telling you, you can do it on your arms, you can do it on your tummy, you can do it on your um, 
on your legs. Beautiful, beautiful result. And if you do it a couple times a week, your skin's going to be just so hydrated and really nice. Okay? So that's that. <clears throat> now, under the eyes, if you have very fine wrinkles, now I'm not talking about deep, deep wrinkles, although it may help a little bit with that, but if you have fine wrinkles under the eyes and crow's feet, one thing that you can help a little bit to temporarily plump them out is you take your favorite eye cream, you put it on the orbital sphere with your beauty finger, which is the ring finger. You put it on the orbital sphere. You do not put an eye cream, by the way, right underneath your eyes. That is not the correct way to put it. You take the beauty finger, you put it on the orbital sphere, which is that bone that you feel right above your cheekbone there, right above the zygomatic bone, is the orbital sphere and you're going to put your eye cream there. That's right, there. A little bit up, not under the eye. The skin under the eye is like a sponge and it works its way up. It literally will absorb it from the orbital sphere and work its way up on its own. This is why a lot of times if you put your eye cream too close to the eye, you're like, oh my God, my eyes are tearing Yeah, because it's going in your eye, okay? so. It's not where it goes. It goes on the orbital sphere. That's where it goes. So that's where you should be putting your eye cream. All right? So anyway, you put that eye cream like that. You go up a little bit, just a little bit, like halfway up. And then you take, again, that plastic wrap, little squares, and you put it underneath there on both sides. Or cotton is fine. You know, anything that's going to be occlusive and close it in there. Not for a long period of time. Five literal minutes seven literal minutes maybe ten if you're a little worse take it off and you will see a reduction in those wrinkles instantly okay so try that that's a really cool trick um uh what else do i want to talk about here okay essential oils i love essential oils i'm obsessed with essential oils i think they're the best thing ever created uh however you need to know a lot about essential oils to be able to use them properly safely safely I, I'm telling you these things are potent they, they can give you problems if you don't know how to use them so you better you better do your research if you're gonna play around with essential oil alright first of all there's three kinds of types three three grades there's food grade there's fragrance grade and then there's therapeutic grade therapeutic grade will be the most expensive and it's the most pure alright that's the one you want don't want any other kinds because the rest of them are garbage um, a therapeutic grade will always be in a dark bottle it must be in a dark bottle so if you're buying an essential oil and it's not in a dark bottle it's probably not therapeutic even if they're telling you that it is all right so be careful of that um, what else if you get a lot of allergic reactions to cosmetics I know a lot of women they can't wear anything or they can't wear eyeshadow they can't wear first of all the eyeshadow shimmer ones try a matte if you get a reaction it's possible if you haven't tried a matte already try a true matte because it is true that um, some companies will use fish scales to make iridescence in the eyeshadows okay so if you're allergic to fish you're going to get a reaction from that, right? And it could be something else, too. Of course, it could be a lot of other things. But I'm just saying, it could be that. So you may want to give it a shot again if you only use, you know, um, uh, shimmery shadows. 
Try using a flat. See if that helps. Always try out, May. Um, as far as Neutrogena, yeah, Neutrogena is also hypoallergenic. Um, but I have seen people get a reaction once in a while from Neutrogena. But Almay, in seven years, I never saw, uh, working as a beauty manager, really anyone get a reaction from it. So, Physician's Formula, another good one. Very expensive, though, but you can get good sales on it. Um, also, there are out there in the world hundreds of other natural cosmetic companies that use only natural things. And again, that doesn't mean you're not going to be allergic to it, but you might have a better shot. So some of them are like a company called um, Honey Bee Garden. Uh, another one is Frontier Natural. Um, they use a, they make a sugar-based um, uh, mascara. So that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Uh, Lavera Natural Cosmetics. That's another one. L a v e r a. So these are just a few that I um, researched and I found for you. Um, okay, as far as when you shave, gentlemen and ladies, listen up. Ladies, when you're shaving, okay, um, you don't want to pull at your skin while you're shaving. Like, you don't want to, like, you know, hold the skin taut. Because if you do that, you're cutting underneath the, uh, like, the level of the skin, okay? And so you're cutting it too short. It's, like, literally getting cut too short under the skin. And what's going to happen is it's going to lose its way. It's going to get lost, that poor little hair. And it's going to ingrow into your skin and you're going to get an ingrown hair so gentlemen too when you're shaving like some of you might want like to you know hold the skin a little taut to get a good close shave that's all fine and dandy but you're going to get ingrown hairs so don't do that okay uh as far as ladies uh shaving with a razor don't do that there's no benefit to that. I don't want to hear, oh, it exfoliates the skin, it makes it look hot. It's ridiculous, okay? If you knew about how hair grows and the way hair grows and the stages that it grows in, there are different stages that your hair grows back in. And if you cut it at the wrong stage, you're going to wind up with a beard at some point, okay? So you don't need to be doing that. There's plenty of other ways to get rid of that hair. You don't need that. That's ridiculous to be shaving your face with um, a razor. That's for guys. Guys do that. We don't do that. All right? So stop doing that too. That's silly. Plus the fact that you could scar your face if you cut it. Why would you do that when there's other things that are available to you? You know, there's so many other things out there. Don't do that. All right. Um, what else do I want to get to? Oh, here's some fun... Um, just some fun tips that I read about that, uh, like Liz Taylor um, used to shave, actually. So, no, we don't do that. <laughs> I guess she lucked out, or maybe she was growing a beard and no one knew it. I don't know, but you can. That's not a fallacy. It's not that you're going to grow a beard, but there is a, the hair grows in certain stages. And if you cut it at the wrong stage, it will grow in more blunt and more like a beard. So, you don't want to be messing with that. So, I don't know what Liz was doing, but... She had the wrong idea, right? And here's another crazy one. Uh, Marlene Dietrich, another big movie star long time ago, I think in the 40s or 50s. Um, she actually had her molars removed to accentuate her cheekbones more, right? So this is what I mean when I say, please, don't go by these people. Some of them are nuts. <laughs> like, you can never be them because they do crazy stuff, right? So... <coughs> Like, even if I had the money, I would never do that. That's insane. 
So that's what she did. And, uh, you know, I'm sure everyone admired her cheekbones, but she had her molars removed so her cheekbones would look higher. That's ridiculousness. Mae West, though, loved coconut oil. Mae West. Um, and that was a long time ago, so she was way ahead of her time. Uh, and then you had Betty Davis with those Betty Davis eyes. Um, she used to do the cucumbers, and she also would put Vaseline um, under her eyes to make them... Uh, I guess more hydrated. I don't know why she was doing that, but I don't think that's really a great idea. Um, Sophia Loren, one of the real beauties, uh, she actually used to um, take warm baths with olive oil because she's Italian, <laughs> and she would um, she would splash the olive oil into the uh, hot baths. So, hey, she looks good even till today. So. You know, that, that's something to try. But again, you got to be careful when you put an oil and things into the bathtub because that's going to clog the pipes and it's also going to make the tub very slippery. So you got to be careful when you do stuff like that. But you could try it, I guess. You know, why not? It's not going to hurt you. Um, when you get angry and you're, or, or you're just an angry human being and you're walking around with an attitude all the time, you're walking around waiting for the world and... You know, you're going to take somebody on at any minute and your life's misery and you hate yourself and you hate everybody. You know, this is showing on your face and it's going to show on your face for a long time because being angry, making faces, wincing, all these things create wrinkles on the face. That's just a fact. Okay, so stop that. Smile. It's, it's use a lot less muscles. All right? Okay, so uh, what else? We did a lot of the other stuff. Is that it? No, I got a bunch more stuff here for you. Okay, so um, square breathing. Okay, if you're having trouble with anxiety, anxiety also. You know, all these things bring stress. Stress affects the skin. It affects the immune system, therefore affecting the skin. And just the fact that it's affecting your immune system is not a good thing. So to get rid of anxiety, you can do something called square breathing. And square breathing is where you take a nice deep breath in. Let's say for the count of four, you start with count to four as you're breathing in slowly. One, two, three, four. Breathe in. Hold for four. Let out slowly through your mouth for four. In through the nose next for five. Hold for five. Slowly let out through the nose for five. And you keep going up and up and up until you just, you know, you can't do it anymore, then you don't do it. But it really, really relaxes you. It brings down your blood pressure. You know, really concentrate. Go somewhere quiet when you do it. And it will just calm you down. Okay? So if you have anxiety or you're just feeling anxious about something or someone just aggravating you, don't allow it. <laughs> you know? Someone really can't aggravate you. You have to allow them to do that, for them to be able to do it. All right? And that goes for everything. You cannot blame others for trying because that's the human way. If they want to aggravate you, they're going to try to aggravate you, just like kids. You know, kids are always going to try. It's up to the parents to straighten them out. It's not the kid's fault. It's the parent's fault. So, all right, that was just another little soapbox because I told you I can get on them at any time. Be ready. All right, so the next thing is face yoga. 
face yoga very very cool if you're having a lot of sagging in the skin if you're worried about sagging in the skin in the future um, wrinkling you know light wrinkles things like that uh, the eyes are drooping a little bit face yoga really does help you got to be consistent with it but it really does help why does it help because it teaches you ways to put your uh, your face in certain configurations where it's stretching muscle and tightening muscle and by doing that it tightens the skin so face yoga is very cool there's a lot of YouTube channels out there showing it you know maybe one day I'll get on and show you some I don't know I don't know if I'm up for that but we'll see um, and that's it so you can go look that up on Google that's pretty cool too all right so, uh, yeah, I'm pretty much tipped out for tonight. Um, like I said, you know, uh, you know, there's a lot of little different spa things, little nice, little sweet things that you can do for yourself at home. You do not need a spa to do it. And uh, that's it. You know, I hope you have a great weekend. Um, I hope you have a fantastic evening. And uh, this was probably one of my longest podcasts because, I don't know, I had fun doing it. And I always have fun talking to you. And uh, we always have fun here at Lily's Place here at uh, Your Skin, My Passion. Don't forget to like my Facebook page if you haven't already. Fantasy Facials by Lily. L-I-L-L-Y, by the way. Um, and that's it. Thanks for listening, guys. I appreciate it. Again, thanks to Dan for a fantastic job on my new announcement. Loving it. Made me sound much more pro, don't you think? All right, guys. I know you miss my beats, though. Yeah, once in a while, I think I'll throw a few in. I don't think Dan will mind. Thanks, guys. Have a great night, and all the best to you. And remember, stay calm, stay focused, and more importantly, stay you because you're beautiful exactly how you are. Have a great day.